Today is the 14th of October 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? You are here, Lord, in this place now. Not only do we stand in awe of how great you are, larger than our imagination, but we also can scarcely comprehend that you are with us at this moment. Yes, from a distance you are watching us, but you stand beside us as well. Your Spirit's presence quickens our pulse, fills us with wonder when we become aware that you are near. In extraordinary as well as common everyday ways, you make your presence known to us. This is your time, God. When we lose sight of this, today as well as every day, Lord, forgive us and live in and through us. Do great things with us right now and in the days that lie ahead. We pray this, our Heavenly Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, in the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Romans 12.2 Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you might discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. We watched the news last night, as we do most nights, to see what the government's latest edicts are in terms of dealing with the coronavirus. It was tense, and we kind of really didn't... We had to struggle to make out how these new regulations would impact us, with tears and... Oh, it's just long, long and complicated. And it has been where, you know, it's been weighing heavily on all of us. Let's face it, it's, it's a big deal for all of us. And it just seemed at that point in time that the whole country, even the world, is weighed down by the weight of fear and hopelessness. And yet, in today's verse, we are told to think differently. Do not be conformed to this world, is the verse from Paul, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. You know, it's so easy to fall into the trap of being overwhelmed by the constant bad news around us, whether it's the fighting between Azerbaijan and Armenia, the ecological crisis we face, or the constant barrage of COVID-19. We are so... We can so easily succumb to the despair and hopelessness of the world around us. But as Christians, we are to have a different outlook because we can see things differently. We have a heavenly point of view. Ours is not a worldly point of view. We are called to discern the perfect, acceptable, good will of God. To have hope, folks. Be of good cheer. God has not abandoned us. We are not alone. We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, 
we begin Paul's letter to Titus, which I'll admit is not a letter I know a lot about. Let's ask God to speak to us this morning through the Word, shall we? Father, we begin a new book, a new place, new context, new time. So we ask today that you speak to us in a new way. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. As I said before the music, today we begin the book of Titus, and this is the last of Paul's pastoral letters. It's written to Titus who isn't mentioned in the book of Acts, but he is mentioned in the book of the book of the Galatians. We do know that he was an uncircumcised Gentile believer and that he'd been given responsibility of setting up a church in Crete. Paul's letter to Titus is mainly about how the gospel affects our churches and our society and really how we have responsibilities to both God and our society as Christians. That's pretty much it, really. There is a substantial debate about the authorship of the letter, with a large number of scholars saying it was written by someone else after 80 AD, for all sorts of reasons, including different languages and all the rest. But there is support for a Pauline authorship, um, particularly when you think that Paul may have used a secretary. And that secretary may even have been Luke. If it is pseudo-biographical, so it's not written by... Paul, we're looking at an authorship date of after 80 AD. 
if it is written by Paul, we're looking at a authorship of around 60, early 60s AD. Either way. Let's begin, Titus, shall we? Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New Revised Standard Version, and today I'm reading Titus 1. Paul, a servant of God, and an apostle of Jesus Christ, for the sake of the faith of God's elect, and the knowledge of the truth that is in accordance with godliness, in the hope of eternal life that God, who never lies, promised before the ages began. In due time he revealed his word through the proclamation, with which I have been entrusted by the command of God our Saviour. To Titus, my loyal child in the faith we share, grace and peace from God the Father and Jesus Christ our Saviour. I left you behind in Crete for this reason, so that you should put in order what remained to be done and should appoint elders in every town as I directed you, someone who is blameless, married only once, whose children are believers, not accused of debauchery and not rebellious. For a bishop, as God's steward, must be blameless. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered or addicted to wine or violent or greedy for gain. But he must be hospitable, a lover of goodness, prudent, upright, devout and self-controlled. He must have a firm grasp of the word that is trustworthy in accordance with the teaching, so that he may be able to both preach with sound doctrine and to refute those who contradict it. There are also many rebellious people, idle talkers and deceivers, especially those of circumcision. They must be silenced, since they are upsetting whole families by teaching for sordid gain what is not right to teach. It was one of them, the very own prophet, who said, Cretans are always liars, vicious brutes, lazy gluttons. That testimony is true. For this reason, Rebuke them sharply, so that they may become sound in the faith, not paying attention to Jewish myths or to commandments of those who reject the truth. To the pure all things are pure, but to the corrupt and unbelieving nothing is pure. Their very minds and consciences are corrupted. They profess to know God, but they deny Him by their actions. They are detestable, disobedient, unfit for any good work. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we're going to say our prayers for today.
before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. The links are all in the episode 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 notes down below. We would love to be able to pray for you and support you. And today, today's prayer is a, a prayer for hope, continuing kind of the theme that we started yesterday. Let's pray, shall we? Jesus, the hope of all who trust you, the power of all who serve you, the wisdom of all who follow you, the uniter of all who worship you, grant us light during this time. Fill us with strength and boldness according to your promises, that we might reach our needy nation with your love during this time of unrest, during this time of worry. We humbly acknowledge our weaknesses and our failures, but our eyes are fixed on you, Lord. Father, thank you that in a world of despair you are our hope. In a world of darkness you are our light. In a world of sorrow, you are our joy. So help us to share the hope of our hearts with one another. Enable us to give hope to others through your work amongst us. Use us to transform our nation and to spread your hope to every corner of this nation. May our land flourish by the preaching of your word and the praising of your name. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray. And so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.